Memamad Aleph, 11 lines down at the two dots, Tan Rabban and the Gemara brings a brysa just over a line. Apitropis Mishalmin Min Haliyah, Ve'en Mishalmin Kaifer. An Apitropis, who is a court appointed financial overseer of an estate, pays Min Haliyah. In other words, if there's damage, it'll have to pay Apitropis from the uh, choicest of uh, land assets. Ve'en Mishalmin Kaifer, but where the animal kills someone, it would uh, the Apitropis would not pay the Kaifer. Okay, now clearly then the kaifer is uh, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Asks the Gemara, Mantana Kufra Kapara. Who would be the Tanaic source? Uh, who would be the Tana? Excuse me. That would hold that the kofer payment is a kapara, is an atonement for the owner of the uh, animal, and the owner in this case, the Yisaimim Viyasmi Labne Kapara Ninu. They would not require a kapara. Well, who would it be? Ravchista, who I circled over here, and six, seven lines later, first word on the line is Kufra Kapara. In the middle of that line is Ravpapa. I circled Ravpapa. Uh, back to Ravchista. Ravchista says, who's the Tanu would hold that? And it takes about six lines to develop this Ravchista point. It's Rabbi Yishmael ben Aishab Reichel ben Breikahi de Sanya. Gamora now brings a Brisa. Has two Tanaim, one of whom is the one we're looking for. When the Pasuk says, regarding a shore that uh, killed another person, and it says, V'nasan pidyoin nafshoi, he has to pay a pidyoin, like a, a redemption for his life. Now, it's not clear whose life is being paid for, but Demei Nizak says the Tanakama that it would be the uh, a value, or in a, in it's it basically paid for the the value of the nizak of the one who was killed. It was a person who was alive, now was killed. You have to pay for that. I box the following name, which takes almost a whole line. Rabbi Shmuel ben Shabbat and Breika Imer Mazik. That which is paid is uh, a payment for the one who did the damage. Now that's the end of the snake source, comma connector. My love, Bakamivli. Should we not say that this? Is what those two tanaim are arguing about. Colon. Kufra hu. That the kaifer payment is a uh, monetary payment. In other words, the equivalent of something that can be evaluated. Whereas Rabbi Yishmael Breika, whose name I also underline, Savar, Kufra is Kapara. So uh, Rav Chista tells us that it would be the Rabbi Yishmael who would hold that. The kofar payment is a kapara. Should we say that? Nope, we don't have to limit it to just that, says Rapapa. We start with Rapapa's name, and Rapapa lo. Kule alma. Both Tanoim in the above Brisa, about four lines ago, would hold kufra kaparahu, that the kofar payment is an atonement. Um, how do you evaluate, though, how much has to be paid? The hachabakamifligi. Colon. Rabbanon, who I double underline, Savri, they hold Nizak Shemini. You know how you figure out what that Kofor payment is? Well, it's based on the Nizak, the one who was damaged. In other words, money's being paid, so to speak, to make up for the one who was damaged or killed. Whereas, I double underline, Rabbi Shmuel ben Hashem ben Breika, Savar, Mazik Shaiminan. That the assessment is made with the Mazik, the one who is responsible for the damage. Okay, comma, my time is the Rabbanon, I learn Rabbanon, what's their reasoning? that they say that it is assessed based on the Nizak, or it's like a payment for the Nizak, well, because we have a Gzera Shava. Ne'emar Shisa um, uh, Lemata, it says, uh, we'll see what the Pasuk is exactly, 
uh, a little bit later on, Vinamar, again, that term, Shisa le Mala. Uh, the Shisa le Mata is in Shmois uh, Chafalif, uh, Pasuk Lamed, uh, when it says by a Shormua that uh, gores and kills a person, Im Kaifer Yushas Alav, and the uh, Shisa le Mala is in that same parak, but in Pasuk Chaf Beis, where it talks about if uh, the animal caused a woman to miscarry for the Demei Vlad, it says, Kasher Yashis Alav Balaisha. So, colon, Malahalan, just about the Demei Vlad, is bid de Nizak. It's a payment for the one who was damaged, the woman who lost her um, uh, un- yet unborn children. Afkan bid de Nizak. So, too, here it's on the Nizak, that's what the Banan say, it's bid de Nizak Shemminan. Verbi Yishmol, I underline his name, and I shall be a break Savar. When the Pasuk says, Venasan Pidyan Nafshoi, and I emphasize the word Nafshoi, maybe a double underlying seed. In other words, and he shall pay a redemption for his life. In other words, the one who is paying, the Mazik is the one who is going to, uh, for his life is what, be, what is, so to speak, being assessed. Kama Verabanan, what would they say to that? They would say, Yeah, in. Pidyon nafshoi ksiv. The pasuk does say that the mazik is paying a pidyon nafshoi for like his life, but how do you assess that? Miyuki shayminan. When we make that assessment, it's bidin nizak shayminan based on the one that was damaged. Period. Mishabach le Rava the Rav Nachman. Rava was once schmoozing or talking or discussing something with Rav Nachman, and he uh, mentioned praise for uh, this uh, Amora by the name of Ravacha Bar Yankov. I served Ravacha Bar Yaakov, and Rava, in complimenting Ravacha Bar Yaakov to Rav Nachman, uh, mentioned Adam Gadol, who is a great man. Amor late, so says Rav Nachman back to Rava, well, next time he's in town, send him my way. When he comes to you, have you liadi bring him over to me? Kama so kios legabe. I guess Rava knocks on the door. Ah, uh, hello, you there, Rav Nachman? Yes, I've got uh, Rav Nachman Yaakov here. So, Amarle uh, Rav Nachman now uh, meets this Rav Nachman Yaakov. What do you do? You talk and, uh, talk and learning. And uh, Rav Nachman says to him, "Boy, minoi milsa. Uh, you want to ask me something?" And here we go. Balmine. I put a long question marking in the margin. Goes for five lines. Well, he's going to ask him a couple questions over the uh, the next uh, 12, 13 lines. So here's the first question. Question number one. Uh, he asks him, Shor Shoshnei If you have a jointly owned ox, Ketan Mishalman Kaifer, how would the Kofer payment be made? Now, as far as like damage payment, we understand they would each split it. But Kofer payment, how so? Colon. Do we say... Mishalem high koifer high koifer. Each one pays a kofer payment, comma. Well, the problem with that is if they're each paying a kofer payment and there's two kofer payments, the pasuk one word quote kofer connector amarachmana. The pasuk says one kofer, which obviously means v'loishnei koifer, not two, comma. High chatsi koifer v'high chatsi koifer. You want to say each one of the two partners pays half of the koifer? Well, comma. Again, one word in quotation marks, Kaifer. Kaifer connector Shalem. Kaifer sounds like a complete Kaifer. Amar Rahman is what the merciful one in the Torah says, Velo Chatsi Kaifer, not a half. That's a really good question. Well, Adi Yosef Akama Ayin Baz, he was sitting with Nachman and thinking about it. Amar Le, uh, it's not. So, uh, question number two. There's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, goes for about a line and a half, starts here, Chaivei Erechin. 
if somebody promised to give the Erech valuation uh, to the temple, Memashkinin Oisan, the uh, uh, financial uh, authorities will take, if uh, the Pella doesn't pay up, a, a Mashkinin, like a collateral, uh, based on that pledge that this person uh, promised he would give. It hasn't yet. Uh, but if a person has to bring, because of something they did, a, uh, he has to bring a Korban Chatas or Nasham, Ein Memashkinin the Authorities will not take assets of that person to encourage him to bring the chatas and nasha. So uh, the question's like this. That's the end of the snake. Source, What about if somebody is chayv to pay a kofer and has not paid it up? Uh, colon A. Odoma B. A. Kevin de kapara who? That since when the person plays the kofer, it's basically a kapara for him, then it's basically like a korban chatas or a nasham dummy. In other words... It's very stringent. Like the person views it very seriously. We don't need to give him an incentive to go ahead and do it and, and take some stuff of his. So he'll definitely do it. He's like self motivated to do it. Since at the end of the day, he has to give this kapara to his uh, friend. It's basically just like he looks at it as, as a financial issue and not some sort of uh, godly related type of carbon issue. And it's like, eh, not so uh, strict. Sam, he doesn't view it as being so significant. And therefore, the rabbinical authorities would, yes, need to take a mashkin from him to encourage him to pay up. Inami or he didn't actually do anything wrong. It was his assets, his cow, his bull that did something that damaged someone. Maybe loichamer milsa ilave ubayim mashkune. That maybe the issue is not so like uh, important. He doesn't view it with such significance, and and therefore the mashkun would need to be taken. Um, okay, that was the second question that Ravacha Bar Yankov asked of Nachman. Amalei of Nachman says Shavkin, like like listen, relax, leave us be. Istagir bekamaisa. I have a. Uh, uh, a tough enough time. You like I couldn't even answer your first question. Literally, I was silenced by your first one. Period. Tanu Rabbanon, the Gemara brings a price, it goes for two lines. Sha'aloi becheskas tam. Imagine this case. I borrow from somebody an animal, and the assumption is it's a tam animal, and then it turns out, v'nimsa muad, that really was a muad animal. Bailim mishalmin chatzinezek, and if it damages, then turns out it's muad, has to pay full damages, so the uh, owner uh, pays half the damages, and the shayel mishalmin chatzinezek pays half the damages. Kama. Let's say when he borrowed it, it was definitely a tom, but then it gored three times. Um, and it became a muad. And then the one who had been um, borrowing it gave it back to the uh, original owner. If it gores again after that, the uh, owner will have to pay half damages, and the shayel is patr miklum, he's totally off the hook from having any responsibility. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Let's go over a few points in the Tanaic source. Amar Mar. Uh, we make a quote from the previous uh, Bryce we just had a line or two ago. Right angles. Shalu becheskas tam. So I borrow from some animal, and the assumption is it's tam, venim some muad, turns out it was really a muad, and then it gores someone, so it'll have to pay full damages. How's that paid? Bailim. The like rightful owner, Misham Chatzinezik, and the Shayel, the borrower, also pays Chatzinezik. Now, the world's going to have a series of questions as to why the Shayel has to pay like anything. So, uh, why can't he say, Valmai? Question mark, Lema. 
I put a vector under this lame and called it number one. At the end of the line, three words before the end of the line, there's a vename, I put a vector on that and called it a number two. On the bottom line, the second word is vename, I vectored that and put a number three above it. Uh, the last two words on the page are vename, lay, I vectored that and called that 4a. And on number base on the second line, near the end of the line, it says name lay, I vectored that and called that 4b. So we have one, two, three, four A, and four B. Five different possibilities as to uh, the Gemara. Well, one second. Why didn't he say this to him? So here's the first three lines to the bottom of Amalei. Well, one second. Why should the payment have to be a, a half of the Bailim and the Shilosh pay the other half? Lay Let him say um, the Shoyel should say to the Bailim. Tura Shi'ili Ariela Shi'ili. Listen, I borrowed an ox. I didn't borrow a lion. I didn't borrow something that like uh, needs to be guarded uh, like very uh, carefully. Amarav, Hachamayskina, what's the case over here? Shehikir Boishuhu Nagchan. No, we know that the borrower knew that this animal, not that it was a muad, but it had a history of goring. Kama. Okay, fine. Venemale. Uh, second attempt. Why doesn't? Why can't the shoyel say back to try to get himself out of the responsibility? Well, Tom Sheili, Muad Lo Sheili. I uh, borrowed from you a short Tom, and that's like the level of responsibility I was willing to take by myself, but not a Muad. Well, Mishum Damarle. The reason that's not a good claim is because the uh, owner can say back to the borrower. Well, Soif Soif E Tom Have. Listen. Okay, so you thought you were borrowing a Tom. Let's say it was a Tom and it did damage. Palganiska Boy Shlumi. You'd still have to pay Chatsi Nezek. Hashtanami! Uh, now also Zil Shlim Palganiska, so pay up for half the damages. Okay, continues the Gemara. Vanei Malay. This is the third uh, attempt here. Why can't the uh, Shayel say back to the uh, owner, well, Itam Have, Mishnalami Gufai. If indeed it was a Tom and I had to pay, I'd only have to pay from the Guf of the animal, and like, I won't have to pay any of my own stuff. I would uh, give the animal in payment. Well, Mishum Damarle, the reason why that's not a good claim is because the owner of the animal can say back, well, so you've, so you've listened, buddy, at the end of the day, okay, so you pay up with the animal, but you have to return, you borrowed an animal from me, so you have to return an animal, so if you're paying up with the animal, like, you would have to still um, compensate me with an animal. Okay, Venemale, this is the uh, 4A attempt, well, one second, why can't he say to him, the uh, Shayel, to the owner, um, well, im tam have, listen, I thought I was borrowing a tom, and if it was a tom, moidino mifterina, we know that modu beknas is potter, so he says, yeah, if it was a tom, that's a knas, I just would have admitted it in court that I did it, and I'd be off the hook. Even according to the other opinion, who says that chatsi nezek is paid not as a knas, rather as mama, the palganisk is mamoina, name this would be the 4B uh, attempt that the, uh, Borrower should be able to say back, well, e tam who, listen, if it was a tam, and that's what I thought it was borrowing, was a tam, havim ma'arikna lelagma, I would simply, literally, I'd like, uh, have it flee to the marshy land somewhere, to the swamp, like, hide it in my, uh, hide it somewhere, so the person wouldn't be able to collect it. That's really a good point, says the Gemara. Ella, rather, what must be the case? You know what the case is? The rabbinical authorities got a hold of the animal already. Going to act in Beidina, uh, already previously, the basin had been able to step in, Vitafsa, and they seized the shore. Well, Ihachi, if that's the case, then why do the owners have to pay as Venezek? Like, the uh, basin already has the shore.
let the Bailim be able to say back to the Shayel, I put a vector under this Neymale and called this number uh, one. And then uh, four lines later, first words in line are Neymale, I put a vector under that and called it number two. So now we're going to have things that, well, the owner should be able to say to the Shayel, should he not? Neymale, atfaste le you really blew it, he'll say to the Shoel. You had my ox uh, taken possession of by somebody that I really can't uh, deal with in a court because they are the court. They're the rabbinical authorities. Why is that not a good claim? Well, because the Shoel can say back to the uh, Bailim, so what are you saying? You're saying I should have given it back to you and not let the rabbinical authorities seize it? Well, if I would have given it back to you, you know what? The rabbinical authorities would have come a-knocking on your door and taken it from you anyway. Well, says the more of a name, a second attempt. Well, can't the uh, owner say back to the um, a borrower? No, no, no. If you would have returned it to me, I would have uh, had it like uh, go missing in the marshland. He would have like I would have hit it somewhere. So they wouldn't be able to get to it. Well, Mishum Damarle. The reason is because they could say back to him, Saif Saif, love me, Aliyah have mishtalami. It's not a uh, a tam anymore. It's a muad, and if it's a muad, even if you hid the animal, that's no help because you have to pay min Aliyah from your choices of assets. Well, that makes sense if the person in question here has other assets. Let's say he has no other assets. What would we be able to say over here? Well, because the shoyal still could say to the uh, rightful owner, Listen, just like I had a shibu to, to give it back to you because it was yours, I also had a shibu to give it to the other guy, to the nizak, and we know that because even though the direct relationship is not as direct, Reb Nassim is the one who says, the famous Reb Nassim Brisa, starts here, goes till the end of three lines later, or the word low, Reb Nassim, who underlined, How do you know that if A um, has a claim against B, let's say for $100, and B has a claim against C, also for $100, how do you know that A can go directly to C? Because A is owed something by B, and B is owed something by C, so A can go directly to C. How do you know that could work? And he should give it to the one who ultimately, not to the one he lent it to, but to the one, not to the one he borrowed it from, but to the one that he's ultimately responsible to. That's the end of the Brysa. Period. The uh, quote from the Bryce previously had said, the two-line quote, So let's say, apparently it was given to the borrower, it was a tom. Then three times uh, it was warned in the possession of the showel. And basically it's a muad now. It's going back to the original owner. If it then damages the bailem, they have damages, and the showel is totally off the hook. Okay. Okay. What's going on here in the safe that's different than the Resha? Well, Seifa, Rishus Mishana, the Seifa must be that since the borrower gave it back to the original owner, that change in ownership changes its status and it's no longer a Muad, it's now a Tom, that's why it only has to pay half damages. But the issue then would be Resha, Rishus Aina Mishana. In the Resha, when it's going from the possession of the animal owner to the one who borrowed it, we said, well, if it was really a Muad, what do you mean it was really a Muad? Shouldn't it, as soon as it gets 
given over to the Shoyal, go from being a Muad to a Tom again? Well, three ways to answer this. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, I circled Rabbi Yochanan, called him number one. At the end of the line is Rabbi, I circled Rabbi, called him number two. And four lines later, the beginning of the line is Rapapa, I circled Rapapa, called him number three. So three uh, answers over here. Here's the first. Rabbi Yochanan says, Yep. Tavra, Misha Shanazu, Shanazu. We'll have to sort of break apart the Mishnah as far as um, assigning authorship to the different parts of it. The one who taught the first part of the Mishnah did not teach the second part of that same Tanakh source. Rabbah has a different approach. I circled Rabbah, Rabbah, Mishana. You know what? We see in the Rasha that giving from the uh, owner of the animal to the Shoyal didn't change his status. In other words, once it was a Muad, it's still a Muad. Seifa nami Rishusain Mishan is so too in the Seifa. Uh, the fact that the uh, one who had borrowed it gives it back to the original Bailim, um, it is not going to change its status. The Seifa, Hainu Taima, why is it then in the Seifa that only half has to be paid by the owner? Mishum Damarle, because the Bailim can say to the Shayel, Lavkol Kaminachtem Miyadis Leleturoi. It's my ox. Like you borrowed it, fine, but you can't do something that's going to turn my ox. It was Tom. Uh, into a muad. So therefore, it's still a Tom Rav Papa, who we circle as a third approach, Amar. Well, the other way, mida Seifa Rishus Mishana, from the fact that the Seifa clearly seems to indicate that uh, giving to a new owner changes its status, Reisha Nami Rishus Mishana. In the Reisha also, that must be the case that when the Bailim gives it over to the Shoyal, even though it was a muad by the Bailim, it changed it to be a Tom. The Reisha, why then in the Reisha? The reason is because wherever it goes, shame, balavalav, the owner. It's like when you borrow a car, uh, you rent a car, let's say from Hertz, often there'll be a sticker on it that says Hertz. No matter who's borrowing it, everyone knows it's Hertz's car. The uh, Mishnah said, sure, it's not in Eno Chayev Misa. If you have a, a train, um, like stadium bull, in other words, like a bull that's trained to gore, it doesn't actually pay. E bayalahu. The more asked the question, Mahu Lagabim is This animal. What about offering it as a korban on the Mizbeach? Machokas Rav and Shmuel Rav I circled Amar Kosher. Shmuel I circled Amar Puzzle. Colon. Rav, why now underline Amar Kosher that it would be kosher this animal to be brought as a korban in the base of Megdush? Why? Because Anusu, whatever happened, it was beyond its control. Shmuel, who underlined Amar Puzzle. You know why? There was a uh, sin done with it, and therefore uh, it would not be proper to use it as a korban. The Mizbeach. I boxed off the following snake source. It goes for uh, basically six lines and starts here. When the Pasuk, right at the beginning of Sefer Vayikra, Parshas Vayikra, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Aleph and Beis, talks about uh, the animals to be brought as a Karban Ola, it says you have to bring, here's a two-word phrase, Mina Behema, that uh, darshans the uh, that comes to exclude a case of an animal that had um, sexual intercourse with a human being. When the Pasuk says, quote, two words, Mina Bakar, end quote, what's the Mina Bakar, if you bring a Karban Mina Bakar, that's Lahotzi, that comes to exclude using an animal, a Saneva, that had been uh, worshipped as a deity. Min Hatsain, they could have just said son. It said minhatzayin lahoitzias ha That would be coming to exclude a case of muksa that it was set aside to be used as uh, something that would be offered to a avodah zora. Uh, 
hatzayin, I emphasize the vav. Uh, what do we darsh from that extra vav? Lahoitziyasa nogach or nogeach comes to exclude the case of a ox that had gored, uh, killed a person, and it, there's only one like one witness there. Um, that would come to exclude that case. Amar Rab Shimon, I boxed Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon says the following. We still have uh, about four more lines in the brisa. Im neemar roiva, lama neemar noigeach, v'im neemar noigeach, lama neemar roiva. So if it tells us, they're basically the same avera, meaning that skila is what the punishment would be, if there's going to be adim there, whether it had relations with another human being, whether it gored, um, why do you have to tell me both? Well, here's why, says Rabbi Shimon, mipnei sheyesh b'roiva, sheyem b'nageach, v'yesh b'nageach, sheyem b'nageach, each one has something unique about it that the other one doesn't. Rova, which I underline now, uh, when it comes to uh, animal having uh, re- intercourse, so to speak, with a uh, person, the uh, it's regardless of whether it was um, you know forced into it or whether it was willing, no distinctions are made. Uh, and when it comes to goring, we uh, did not make a case of um, if it did it because it was like forced into it, it then it would be like uh, ratzain. If the Pasuk says, Ki yigach, when it goes out and like happens to gore, and not that it is a goring type of ox necessarily. Um, I underline that, Michel and Kaifer will have to pay uh, the owner of that, sure that uh, gored and killed a person would have to pay a kofir. Rova, however, the uh, issue of uh, bestiality, ain't a mishal a kofir, there's no kofir payments. Lufi, that's why it had to mention both. That's the end of the snake source. Ketani miha. Let's uh, focus on one part of it. Uh, it goes about two-thirds of the line, the quote from the above snake source. Raiva asabai oines kerotsoin. Noigeach. I squiggle it like noigeach. Loya asabai oines kerotsoin. That's the end of the quote from the Tanaic source. Okay. Bottom line, the Mahilchasa. What's the halachic ramifications of that? Uh, whether you say yes or not, but in a noigeach animal, you it, do not view oines kerotsoin. As far as what? Well, lav le korban. Should we not say that it is. Uh, whether that animal can be brought as a korban, which would be a question on Shmuel, who said it would be possible to be used as a korban here. Apparently, we're talking about can you use it as a korban or not. So the answer is low. It's not for whether it can be used as a korban or not. It's rather leketala. Does it have to be um, killed, the animal uh, that did this? Hachanami Stavard actually makes logical sense to say that that's what's going on. De'i amres the korban. If you want to say that the issue is can this animal be brought as a korban, then why would the Tanaic source, here's a quote, six words, when it comes to a uh, shore that damages, we did not make the uh, case of it doesn't say anything about when it comes to that, it must be that it's coming for uh, the issue of killing it. Amar we go back to the Brisa. The Brisa had said, "Poco's uh, about nine, ten words." No, If the animal gored and killed a uh, person, it would have to pay the kaifer roiva. However, uh, the issue of 
with the animal bestiality, for there is no kofar payment. Now, the one wants to clarify, Hechi dummy, this is not the Gemara speaking, uh, what's the case over here? What's going on? So, colon, Elema, I squiggle on the Elema. And a line later, almost directly underneath, I squiggle on the Yella. Elema, de Rav of Katla, that the animal was uh, involved in a. Uh, uh, a bestiality type of uh, sexual relationship, ve katlan also killed. Well, what does it make if it killed by, let's say, goring someone? Mali katla bekarna, mali katla revia. Or if uh, it, it it killed because of the revia, ella. So it's gulan ella, ella de rava velo katla. There was a um, bestiality um, a sexual relationship, but no killing. Haidele Michelin Kaifer. That which was not paid, Mishum Deloy Katlahu. That's the reason why, because no no one was uh, killed. Amr Abaye. So uh, you circled Abaye here, and on the top line on Mem Aleph, uh, we also circled uh, Rava. Says Abaye Lo'ilam De Rava Veloy Katla, where there was a bestiality, but there was no one was being executed. De Asyuha Lebeidina Vekatluha, they bringing the uh, the woman to the base tin. And having an execution, Maudimi might have thought to say "Kamande Katla Dami." In other words, the fact that the um, woman died would be similar to as though like someone was caused to die. That the shore caused someone to die. Kamashman, we don't say that. Rava, who I struggle with, a different approach. Rava Malayilam, the Rava Vekatla. There was a bestiality, and uh, the person was killed. Ude kakashlach, and that which you ask, well, mali katla be karnai, mali katla be revi, what difference does it make whether the uh, person was killed because of the, so to speak, the horn of the um, of the bull uh, charged into them, mali katla be revi, or, or what does it make a difference if the uh, death came about because of the bestiality? Karen kavanas hazik, the underlying theme that we need is that, um, the intention of the animal in Karen is to damage. This animal, however, if the issue is a um, bestiality issue, is doing it for its own um, hana. My pligi, what is the machlokas? The machlokas is b'regel shadar When it comes to a uh, foot trampling a small baby in the courtyard of the Nizak colon. Abaye, who underlined Mishalem Koifer, would say you'd have to pay the Kofer, whereas Rav, who underlined Mishalem Koifer, Tanik was Rav. We have a bracer just like Rav, who had said that if a an animal uh, that did damage, is that able to be brought as a Korban? The answer would be yes. Uh, and here's a price like that. Says the price goes to the Mishnah, th- with that will conclude. Shora Itzadin, the uh, trained uh, bull, Eino Chayev Misa, the kosher, it's not Chayev Misa, it's kosher, there it is, yep, it is kosher to be brought as a carbon, it's basically forced to do what it had been trained to do. Adkan.